murderers decoding the crime verse. Back in the mid-1950s, the government started a little underfunded agency with the simple and laughable purpose of establishing contact with the race none of this planet. If you look directly at the end of this device, we'll administer the eye test. Everybody thought the agency was a joke, except the aliens who made contact March 2, 1961, outside New York. There were nine of us the first night. Seven agents, one astronomer, and one dumb kid who got lost on the wrong back road. Oh, you brought that tall man some flowers. This way. They were a group of intergalactic refugees. Wanted to use the Earth as an apolitical zone for creatures without a planet. Did you ever see the movie Casablanca? Same thing, except no Nazis. Oh. We agreed, and we concealed all the evidence of their landing. Uh-huh. So these are real flying saucers, and the World's Fair was just a cover-up for their landing. Why else would we hold it in Queens? More non-humans arrive every year, and they live among us in secret. Uh, look, I'm sorry, not to change the subject or anything, but when was the last time you had a CAT scan? About six months ago. It's company policy. Ryan, you should make another appointment. Uh, look, tell your boy Zed I had an absolutely wonderful time, and thank you for everything, but uh, why don't you show me the door? All right. I'm gonna get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. Wanga! Wanga! <laughs> How you doing, fellas? Oh, shit. Okay. That's not decaf, is it? Viennese cinnamon. Oh, don't tell me we only got that powder stuff with cream again. I hate that stuff. No, the cream is a twaka. Oh, it's good. Good. You guys getting along all right? No. Well, don't work too hard. So, you guys seen that? Sure you don't want some coffee? Welcome to Decoding the Crimeverse. I am Nalzi Lee. And I'm Danny. And today we're doing a topic not about the movie. For some reason, we're back with aliens. And I'm really convinced it's because Nolene is an alien. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we do all types of crimes, even extraterrestrial crimes. I don't know how we got back here. <laughs> <laughs> These men are interesting. They're so interesting. <laughs> to be honest, though, I didn't know they were a real thing. I really just thought, because, I mean, if you obviously heard of the movies Men in Black with Will Smith. Yeah. Uh, that's where I'd obviously heard it from. I've watched them. So I didn't know it was based off, I mean, not actual men, because... We don't know what they we are. We don't actually... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like there are these, like, top secret agents guys who come there in their black suits and ties and look all scary. I feel like they are those people, but... They don't necessarily deal with aliens. And, yeah. I wonder what they deal with. But let's hear what um, they say. It says, in popular culture and UFO conspiracy theories, men in black, MIB, are supposed men who dress in black suits who claim to be quasi-government agents who harass, threaten, or sometimes even assassinate UFO witnesses to keep okay, them we're going, quiet. We're going as far as assassinations. Okay, that's... Uh, it's a crime. That's a... Uh, crime. Damn. Yes. And um, they keep witnesses quiet by doing all of this stuff. The term is also frequently used to describe mysterious men working for an unknown 
organization or as well as various branches of government allegedly designed to protect secrets or perform strange activities this generic term is used for unusual threatening or strangely behaved individuals whose appearance on scene can be linked in this in some fashion to a ufo sighting several alleged <laughs> encounters with the men in black have been reported by ufo researchers and enthusiasts so basically they the people trying to cover up the aliens i feel like these people are a branch of the cia i also feel like because if you go listen to our area 51 show i mean i, I don't believe in aliens yeah um, so if it's not aliens what are they covering up if that makes sense yeah because like yeah what they doing there in their secret secret agents i feel like it's probably also part of the cia i feel like I mean, we only know so much about the CIA. I feel like there's a lot that we is still hidden in the dark. Yeah. It's probably one of the branches. But so basically, so the men in black are typically described as wearing black suits, hence the name men, men in, in black, black. <laughs> <laughs> being expressionist, cold, sinister, and su- in some uh, in some cases. And they are, the men in black only talk to two kinds of people, those who claim to have seen a UFO or those who research UFOs. They present themselves as part of a secret organization and they even produce like a little white card Mm. um, with a crest on it, but it doesn't actually name the organization. Now, here's my thing is like, there's no credentials. Yeah. It could randomly be weirdos who sit in their mother's basement. That's why they're probably so pasty and white. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, what we'll get to that later uh but it, with no credentials no gu- actual backing how do you know that these people are legit and why would you let them in or speak to them exactly i mean i want to see some sort of link to the government or something if you're threatening and exactly if you're me. gonna come with me with a card i'd le- like a business card it needs to i'm not gonna just take it yeah as its word i'm gonna be like okay oh cia Okay, cool. But like an unknown organization and you're just going to talk to them? No, thank you. No, no, no. Okay. They often also don't refer to each other by name, but rather by number. So obviously for identity. They threaten and scare people into remaining silent about their UFO encounters or research. And they are believed to be part of an agency that are trying to cover up aliens. Some believe they themselves are aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Which I... I don't think these men are there was a There was a video uh, of two guys walking into like a hotel Lovely, reception yeah. or whatever. And I mean, they did look quite big compared to like the little... Because there was a maintenance man who was working on one of the doors. I think they were around but, uh, about the same th- height. No, but here's my thing is there are just some really tall people yeah. or really big people. I, I don't understand why that... And the camera footage is not the greatest. I mean, it's from probably the 60s i could stand to be corrected yeah but you're gonna you i when i watch the video i'm like you're using that as your backup and evidence <laughs> like i'm pretty sure a child at school on the debate team could do better than that yeah like, yeah so it's part of this thing called ufology or ufo folklore i didn't know that existed yeah i don't even i, know I mean i know folklore and fantasy but like ufology <laughs> Guys, are we really that um, bored with our lives? I'm just saying. So in the 1950s, 50s, and 60s, ufologists adopted a conspiracy... 
What is that word? Conspiratorial. <laughs> Conspiratorial. Sorry, guys. Spelling <laughs> and me don't mix. Conspiratorial mindset and began to fear they would be subject to organized intimidation or retaliation for discovering the truth of UFOs. So basically, these are just paranoid teenagers who lived in their basements and were scared the government was going to come find them. For me, it's like if they are testing stuff like the U2, if they are doing yeah. government experiments. The governments are going to be careful. you pick up a piece of that. Exactly. If, you pick, up a piece of the, if you, they, you pick up a piece of a plane and it's a secret, top secret project, they are going to come to your house. Yeah. Again, you go listen to the Area 51 show all about that. But again, I mean, there are so many other explanations you can use that it's not aliens. Yeah. So, but to actually form this group, great guys hectic <laughs> the, the ufologist albert k bender claimed he was visited by a man in a dark suit who threatened him and warned him to not investigate the ufos he um the the men in black mentioned that they were from the secret agency and you see this is the, it's all like it's all wishy-washy yeah like there's nothing like it's like what did you find Give there's me no what foundation you found. there's yeah. no i mean it's one thing like if they say they came from Area 51, because you know that's a foundational, it's, it's an actual thing, but to just be like, oh, by the way, we're from the government. Um, okay, then. Can I have some more information, yeah. please? Like, yeah, I don't know. It's just all wishy-washy, and it's all like, they showed up, but they never came back, even if you didn't turn over the evidence. Yeah. So if or they some say they showed up, they were standing there, I looked away, I looked back, they disappeared. Exactly. Or like I snapped a photo of a guy in a black suit. Guys, do you know how many people wear black suits? Exactly. It's a common thing. <laughs> it's a common thing. <laughs> what? Especially in those days. Maybe exactly. now you won't see it as often, but in the 50s and 60s, that's what people wore. So, so the ufologist John Keel claimed to have had encounters with men in black and referred to them as, you can say that word, please. <laughs> it's so long uh demonic supernaturals yeah with dark skin and or exotic facial f wait i'm confused now because they say now they have dark skin but they always say they're very pale yeah is that not a contradiction so are they dark skinned are they not are they pale are these people having demon experiences mm. According to ufologists, guys, today names and <laughs> are not clicking. Jer Jerome, Clark. Jerome Clark reports of the men in black represent experiences that don't seem to have occurred in the world of conscious reality. So maybe all these people are just on crack and seeing these things. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's basically like, it's actually like a whole folklore a whole belief system about yeah. these men in black obviously the people and where have they gone aliens. now that's my thing is because we're gonna look we're gonna look at a couple of encounters and i mean the last encounter happened a good i think it happened in 2002 if i'm not mistaken that's like a good nearly 20 years ago and if these people really are supernaturals and all of that stuff please how would they even allow you to take a video or a picture and how on earth would you be able to post it if it's so top secret? Yeah, that's my that was my thing about with, with the aliens in Area 51. If yeah. it was also top secret, I'm telling you now, the government would have done so much more to get it off the exactly, internet. Exactly, yeah. Get it off 
everywhere. It's yeah. the same thing here. If these people were really doing their stuff with aliens or whatever, whatever, I feel like we wouldn't know about it. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things we don't know about that happening because it's so top secret. Yeah. And that's because the government has control of yeah. what we see and do. Well, not do, but you get what I mean. Anyway, so we're going to look at, we've got, I think we've got five encounters, if I'm not mistaken. Five or six. Either way. So the first one, the first encounter we have is from 1947. Now you'll see as we go through encounters, it's just weird. Like it's just random. <laughs> like nothing, it's not like the same thing happened to each yeah, person. Each then person. I would be a bit more skeptical if the same thing, the mm. same car with the same number plate, da, na, 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 if that type of thing. Yeah. But it's so random what happened. So the first one, like we said, is June 1947 with Harold Dole. And basically he said he was in his boat and he claimed he saw six du- giant donut-shaped objects in the sky. Oh, okay, wow. And one of the objects fell apart, spilling debris and killing his dog and injuring... Shame, poor dog. That's sad. Okay, no. Wait. I'm just trying to figure out... The, the dog, dog died. I don't <laughs> think he'd lie about it killing his dog. And the son was injured. Okay, let's see. Anyway, he took photos of the debris and was later forced over by a man in black who told him not to speak of the incident. So again, you see, like that is just, that could have just been any government official. Yeah, and any government testing, whatever they were testing. Okay, the second incident was in 1967 by Robert Richardson. Okay, now this would have been in the time with the whole U-2 planes and all that kind of stuff. So Robert Richardson reported that he collided with a UFO while driving. Why is the UFO on the floor? Why is it on the road? Why are you still alive? I mean, if you're going to collide with the UFO, you did. Do you I mean, a wait, truck and wait, a bus wait, 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 wait. UFOs are in the sky, but you somehow managed to crash your car into it. Guys, these people make me angry. Okay, on impact, the object vanished. How convenient. How convenient. You probably just crashed into a pole and be like, oh, I don't want to seem like a... Maybe I had a little bit too much to drink. I don't know. Sorry, sir. Yeah, no. Anyway, he took home a small lump of metal, which he believed to be from the UFO. Wait, did it disappear or did it not? That's Because if it disappeared, wouldn't all of it disappear? Even the pieces that fell off. Exactly. Like, on impact it disappeared, but I picked up some metal from it. No. A week later, he was visited by two men in black suits. It could have honestly been a a plane. Yeah. A piece of a plane. And he was asked for the piece of metal. Apparently, they got very angry because he had given it in for testing. And he never heard of them again. Okay. Our third encounter is uh, 1968 in New York. And this was a researcher and his wife. And apparently, they were being terrorized by this man in black. And they reported seeing him appear outside his house, outside their house. And they managed to snap a photo. And if you see the photo, guys, it looks like a man in a black suit. And here's it my does. thing. There are just so many people in black suits. Yeah. Like, how do you know this one is a secret and secret agent? And he's standing agent? in a little corner. Okay. I'm a top secret government agent that can disappear when I want to, that does funny things. I'm not going to leave your house and go and stand in the corner. And no, but honest, like, to corner. be honest, I feel like secret agents are a lot more pro at this I yeah. feel like if they were following you you wouldn't know they were following you type of thing you even have time to take a picture exactly. and they're watching you and, and you, you the kept one taking the picture the photo. you still the pictures on the internet if that was real sake, i promise you that picture would have been gone yeah okay our fourth encounter was on september 11th 1976 
with Dr. Herbert Hopkins, and he was studying a UFO incident uh, and reportedly got a phone call um, who, with, from a man who identified himself as a representative of the New Jersey UFO organization. Guys, anyone could... Oh, by the way, I'm from the South African UFO organization. Yeah. By the way. Hand over whatever you research. Just to let you know. Okay, and the man asked Dr. Hopkins to give over all the research. Um, he agreed, and apparently the man was already at the house. As he put the phone down. Okay. And he, par- he, he was described as wearing a black suit, bold, no eyebrows, no eyelashes, a, sm- a smooth, dead white skin, like plastic, like a doll's. His lips were ruby red and his speech was Im- expressionless and monotone, as if hearing a machine. And apparently he took a coin and it changed color from copper to silver became blurry and then vanished and then the man ordered him to destroy so you're going to actually show the man you are an alien and then just leave i'm sorry if i'm gonna show you an alien i'm an you alien. are dead afterwards coin. no if i like of you, all you the things i could do to prove that i i i can but he left him alive why would he leave him alive if he tr- if he wanted the research why would then he give him proof that aliens existed do you see how wishy-washy these stories ah, are? These stories are very crazy. It's like, what? tell us the truth. Like, what's going on? Were they on drugs? And I mean, anyone can just not have hair. And I, I obviously think they didn't have hair because then it's just no DNA evidence because no hair falls out. Yeah. I mean, there are explanations. Like I said, with this episode and the Area 51, there are so many ways you can explain what is being seen. It's just people are just... I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Let's just say it like that. Okay. <laughs> Our last encounter that we're going to look at is from Dan. A- say the surname? Acroyd. Acroyd? In January 2002. I was like two months old. <laughs> Dan Acroyd had apparently had this TV show, and it was this. They were filming this TV show for the Sci Fi Network, and the show covered the topic of aliens. And one day, Dan stepped outside and reports that a car appeared beside him. Just magically. Just summer. There is a car. And he looked away and he looked back. Oh, no, wait, sorry. A man got out the car first, gave him a dirty look. Dan looked away, looked back, and the car was gone. I think Dan looked at the show he was creating and he's like, this is such rubbish. I need to create something that's going to make people care about my work. Because honestly, I'm not leaving my government organization or space, wherever I come from, to come and give you a dirty look. No, honestly. And and the last... Oh, there's another encounter after that. Sorry. Um, But with Dan is that after this whole encounter happened, he got a phone. He got a phone call from his producer saying that the whole thing was the whole show was scrapped, and that none of the air episodes that they had filmed would air. Maybe you just had a rubbish. Song. Maybe your show was just rubbish. Like, Maybe you're just really not that good of an actor or whatever you were supposed to be doing. I mean, not every show producer. gets aired, so. Maybe you were just really Stop bad. It. So our last encounter was October 14, 2008, near Niagara Falls with Shane Sova. And he was... This is the hotel where we were speaking about the video earlier. So him and a hotel security guard reported seeing a large triangular UFO outside the hotel. The group called the Aerial Phenomenon Investigators. 
Okay, and then a couple of weeks later, the men in black arrived at the hotel looking for Shane. They were caught on tape. That was the tape we were talking about earlier. They seem large, but like nothing odd. They were, again, wearing black suits, had identical faces. Maybe they're twins. Yeah. You know identical twins exist, yeah. right? You do know that. I I have a pair of them as family. Yeah. Okay. Um, they're extremely pale, no eyebrows, no eyelashes, and really large eyes. If you shave your eyebrows off, would your eyes not look larger? I think they would. I would never test that theory. (laughs) (laughs) And if you are larger than normal people, like tall people, obviously your your features are are bigger than everyone else's. And the woman who spoke to the men claimed that she knew what what she was thinking. Yeah, she claimed that they apparently... When she looked at them, it felt like they knew what she was thinking. My thing is, it's just so wishy. It's not like they came with the same government card or they came in the same way or they like there was a set procedure. It's like yeah. all these random occurrences and the only thing they really seem to have in common is that they wear black suits. And yeah. to me, that's just not enough evidence. I mean, that's not enough evidence. You No way you'd get a court case going with that. Absolutely not. So... For me, it's just too wishy-washy. I think it would be... I mean, I love the movies with Will Smith. Yeah. Um, they're very good and very funny. But... I th- And it might be really cool if there are these men in black agents out there. I they, I do feel like they probably are. They're probably a branch of the CIA. Yeah. I do not think that they're involved with aliens and stuff like that. But... Yeah, it's just there's not enough. And to only have like seven encounters yeah. between 1940 yeah. and now. And you know how many people have said this? And you, exactly. Stuff. There's videos of people explaining the alien encounters. Why did no stuff. men in black show up to the people's houses who wanted to raid Area 51? Yeah. You see, it's just too... It's too... Oh my word, there was a me- men in black standing outside... I don't think the movie helped the case. No. Yeah, but we're going to end off the show. So we're going to do a BuzzFeed quiz to find out if we are human or alien. Because clearly there are aliens roaming am- among us. Can I state I am a human? Well, we'll see what the test says, Nadine. <laughs> so we'll read out the questions. you got to fill it in as well. Because it generates your answer, but on the answers that you do. Whatever this thing says, I'm going to tell you. So it says, this quick quiz will reveal if you're a human or an alien. Let's hope I get a human. That will be ready. (laughs) Yeah. Are you there? Nolene is just taking her time. (laughs) I did this because I'm a... A little bit skeptical of Nolene since she keeps wanting to do shows. She wants to discover if she's an alien or not. I am secure in the (laughs) fact that I am human, which is why I did not bring up this quiz. But we should do the quiz. So the first question is, says pick a color and there's a picture of black sand and red shoes. I'm going to go with the black sand. Okay, did you pick a color? Which one Uh. did you pick? I can't tell you. I told you. Okay, I picked the black sand. I also did. Okay, maybe let's not tell the answer. Yeah. Okay, the next one says choose one, and then there's a picture of a galaxy and then a Milky Way. Okay, the next one again says choose one. It's the Earth and then the Moon, I think. And then the next one is pictures of planets and then a spaceman. 
And then the last one says, choose one, Men in Black or E.T. I am human! What did you get? <laughs> did you get Alien? <laughs> I told you! What I on earth did you pick? Can we go through it again? I yeah, just want to sure. compare answers. So for the Black Sand or the Red Shoes, I chose the Black Sand. I chose Black Sand. For the... The galaxy formed nicely or the Milky Way looking blue thing. I chose the blue one. I, which one's the, which one? That one. I chose the same one. Okay. For the moon or the earth, I chose the earth. I chose the moon. Um, for the spaceman or the little planets, I chose the little planets. I chose the spaceman. For men in black or ET, I chose men in black. I also chose men in black. So what was the difference? The spaceman and the moon. That's not great. Because humans stand on Earth and look up at the moon. We're aliens when their ship's looking down at Earth. It says you're an alien. You're, you're otherworldly. Your talents extend beyond comprehension. You're unreasonably gifted. Mine says, I know. Mine says you're human. You're pretty basic. You're average when it comes to talents and gifts. But you, that's mainly because you have limits. <laughs> In this case, I accept being an alien because I like mine. <laughs> yeah, I told you she was an alien. What's your picture? Mine is a weird-looking alien man, dude. It's just a, a this white guy with glasses. Okay, <laughs> it's pretty basic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so ladies and gentlemen, I am a human, and Nolene is a an alien. Yeah, it explains why she hates the queen. Um, uh, it explains why she likes the. I love the queen, and you know this. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, go watch the movies. Except the new one. I didn't like the new one. Yeah, the Chris new one was boring. With Chris Hemsworth. I didn't like yeah. that one. Sorry, Chris Hemsworth. But the original ones were really, really good. <laughs> so, go watch them. Um, if Men in Black show up at your house, please tell us about your experience. Now that you guys know. know I'm alien, Men in Black show up at my house. How about that? Yes, please. We want to meet you. <laughs> but I think that's all for this week. Yeah, but yet for another week. No mourners. No funerals. Like what you're listening to? Follow us on Gab and Twitter at ActiveFM, Instagram at ActiveFM777 and Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM. Active FM Radio has never been better.